0: Welcome to Community Cocktails with Kimberly, hosted by Kimberly Woodard, a realtor for nearly 20 years with Ebby Halliday Realtors. Join her every first and third Wednesday of the month as she meets with the top community influencers to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now your host, Kimberly Woodard. Welcome viewers to this episode of Community Cocktails with Kimberly. I am so, so excited about this episode because this is the season where we love to see our yards flourish with plants and pretty um, flowers. And today I have Sharon Jones here with Pure Texas, and she is going to give us so much information. She is such an expert and talking about
1: everything that we need to know about gardening and soil and everything. Welcome. Thank you so much, Kimberly. I am just really excited to be here. And this is my favorite topic. So it's really an easy thing to, <laughs> to talk about. And Kimberly and I were just visiting some about her garden and she's got a green thumb, even though she doesn't know it yet. So.
0: <laughs> so hopefully I'll get some great tips to take away to make it more of a green thumb.
1: <laughs> but my name is Sharon Jones and I, I'm, the, I'm marketing and sales manager for Texas Pure Products. And Texas Pure is owned and operated by the city of Plano, but we partner with five member cities. Okay. And this is an amazing story to me for various reasons, but just to begin with, 1992, okay. Plano, Richardson, Allen, Frisco, and McKinney mm-hmm. got together. And they decided that all of this great green material that was being collected curbside, right? was going to the landfill and it was being wasted and in texas especially if you have just moved here in texas we have vertisol clays clays and rock are basically what we have and people tend to want to remove that but don't do it because clay holds on to all the minerals it holds on to potassium and phosphorus it keeps it all right there it just needs loosening up well The member cities decided, well, we've got to do something to help people grow in our residents to enjoy the community. Plus, it was a really green movement, and it was a forward-thinking idea in 1992 to start that. Plus, you get five cities to agree on anything. (laughs) Wow! So it was really, really great. They got together, put together an interlocal agreement with North Texas Municipal Water District, and they've worked flawlessly together ever since on this program. So what we do is we collect everything curbside. We grind it up at our Custer Road grind site, which is a retail store. <clears throat> All of that material is car- is trucked by tractor-trailer out to Melissa. That's where we have our regional compost facility. Okay. And it takes about a year to make good compost. Don't let anybody tell you they can do it in two (laughs) weeks. Not true. (laughs) It takes about a year to make good compost. And we create it there. And I have a a field supervisor, Michael James, and he does a fabulous job because it's all science with us. We're STA certified, the United States Composting Council. And, oh, my goodness, you've got it right. You've got no weeds. You've got the perfect blend. And once we get it out there, we combine it with all these fruits and vegetables. Okay. That come from the grocery stores and the markets and then if you'll take that compost and blend it into your soil about six inches if it's a brand new bed then you've got the recipe for magic you wow. can grow anything the only thing i always suggest is that you try to grow <clears throat> perennials to start with and trees those are your base for your garden okay and I don't want to go on and on here. Oh
0: no, no, no! no I'm, I'm I can fascinated. talk about it. I mean, well, it's um, it's like. You know, soil,
1: you know, to grow your plants is no yes. different than cooking. It know? is exactly right. So. It's a recipe. Yes. So the recipe for success yes. is six inches of compost to begin with if it's a brand new planting. Okay. Or if you've pulled out dead plants that have died in the last few years right. from those freezes, then put in six inches of compost, mix it thoroughly into your soil. Don't remove that clay because it's going to hold on to all those minerals, potassium and phosphorus, which is fertilizer. You need that. Once you get it loosened up, Choose, try to choose natives, native shrubs, native plants, or adapted, and that just means plants that may come from other places. For example, crepe myrtles—they do fantastically here, bloom all summer.
0: Oh, they're so beautiful! I love all the different colors
1: of them, and they just—they make. They do, (laughs) and that's one of the things that gardening really does to you, and the reason I got into soils was not because I love soil, it was because I love the plants, so we want flowers, so start with a base of perennial shrubs that are evergreen for the front yard. Okay. Because you want your house when people drive up to go. Wow, a gardener lives here. Yeah, look at those plants. You can trick them. <laughs> I never, I never see Kimberly out there working, but it always looks like you know she's got a full time gardener. <laughs> That's what we like, though. <laughs> so if you're putting in uh, shrubs, there are a lot of good varieties for you. If you want blooming ones, there are several types of abelia okay. that bloom all summer. They have, oh, no. they're very fragrant. You can buy different sizes. Don't buy them to trim. I hate trimming. Yes. You know, I want it to grow to the size it's supposed to be and the shape. Yes. So you can... um, Less work. Yeah, it's a (laughs) lot less work and a lot more fun if you just get to walk out there. and It looks good. Uh, Good perennial flowers for you to put in are iris. They come back every year. They bloom in the spring and the early summer. You can get different varieties to keep continual blooms going and moving throughout your yard. And I could talk to you just about iris, but we'll go. And then there are daylilies. Don't pass up daylilies. Oh, I love daylilies. They bloom every color of the rainbow. They come back every year. They get thicker. You have nothing to do to them once you've amended your soil Okay. and you've mulched it. Don't forget the mulch. The mulch protects plants from temperature extremes, and it it prevents weed seeds that will be blowing in and, and from sprouting, and it also stabilizes the moisture in the soil so that you don't have to worry about it drying out and baking, which pretty soon we're going to be at triple digits. Oh, yes. I mean, I feel like we're so, all already. Right. Yes, I know. <laughs> and the, the Texas just has a way of baking it, but, but two inches of mulch will prevent that from happening, okay. and it ensures a better health of your plant.
0: So right now is the perfect time to be mulching Um, and composting and composting before we really get those triple digits approaching. Yes. And then um, do you recommend, so we've gone through, if we go through the summer, then, you know, preparing it once fall hits for the winter time.
1: Yes. Well, first of all, you can add compost. You can add mulch any time of the year. Okay. So there is not a better time to do that. It's always a good time. Uh, In the fall is my favorite time to garden because if you're buying shrubs, perennials, you can put those in and they have the entire winter to establish themselves. So they're ready to grow come spring. When you put them in in spring, they may do well, but they don't have the benefit of being able to rest over the winter and develop deep roots and to be set to grow in spring. So any gardening that you can do in the fall or installations you can do in the fall of shrubs, trees, perennials, or shrubs or flowers, Uh do it then. The prices are less. Okay. And your plant has a chance to become ready to grow come spring. Oh. But if you're putting them in this spring... Compost first, Come, um, plant your plants, <laughs> put you in a little fertilizer yes. to suit the plant itself. We don't use any type of uh, manures, and we're okay. OMRI listed, meaning that we're approved for use by organic growers and farmers that are in the USDA organics program. Oh, We sell bulk and bagged. Okay. You can buy it at Whole Foods Market. And you can buy it at Elliott's. And you can buy it at several different garden centers. Okay, Um, I'm getting ready to talk to uh, HEB this week. So we should be able to have some bags in there. But bulk is your best deal. And if you have a large project, we can deliver it to your door.
0: Well, I saw that on your website yeah. that you can look at that. You can type in your address and it'll tell you what retailer is or yeah. delivery. I love yeah. the delivery because yeah. that makes it so much easier. Well, you have ma- a
1: lot. Yeah, it is. It is a lot. It ma- it, you don't have to try to wait in line to get loaded when you spray to you. Nice. And uh, I'm a master gardener. So this is the thing that brings me joy is sharing this kind of thing with you yeah. because you can garden in Texas. There's daylilies, there's irises, there's abelias, there are so many shrubs. Uh, Also, if you all want to visit the Collin County Master Gardener website, it's a great place to go for resources. It'll give you the botanic names of all the shrubs and flowers. But you can also call us at Texas Pure Products because...
0: Perfect. Now we'll have that there for the viewers Mm -hmm. to look. So I'm curious. Yes. So from your passion, how did you develop this passion? you well, everyone has a story. They
1: do. <laughs> that is true. That's always. And you know, I have only done this for 15 years, but I, my grandmother was a gardener. So okay. she was always digging in the garden, had a vegetable garden. She grew flowers and she loved them. And so I kind of picked that up from her, uh-huh. but I got into it more as I got older and I had children and they were interested in plants and it's so good for them to go out there and plant a plant. And I had this apple tree that I had planted one year. Oh, I have to tell you this funny story, too, about composting in a minute. Don't let me forget that. Okay, we'll put it in that one. (laughs) Uh, my, My oldest granddaughter went with me out into the garden, and I had planted this apple tree, and it was doing really well. And So I turned over a leaf, and it was covered with aphids. And she goes, oh, Mickey, she goes, we need to get rid of these things. And I said, well, why don't we just wait a day or two and see what happens? So we went out the next weekend when she came to, to spend the night. And we went over to the apple trees and we turned over the leaf. And there were a few aphids left, but it was covered with ladybug larva. Oh. And the ladybugs were eating the aphids. It was all a natural, natural. process. Yes. No poison. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it worked really well and it was like magic. And you get to see that. So just wait a little while. If you're having issues with aphids, Uh, Usually nature will take care of that if you aren't using poisons. Just have a natural approach and Uh, wait a day or two. It's like going shopping at the grocery store. Definitely. This week there might be cantaloupes, but maybe not next week. So you just have to kind of shop around. Yes. Oh,
0: gosh. Okay, so our compost funny story. Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) Well, we take all kinds of things into our compost. Just no no biosolids, no manures. And we take vegetables and fruit and Coca-Cola brings us syrups and different things. So they called one day and said, well, will y'all take some Starburst candies there? I said, sure. Those microbes that are making that compost work, they love sugar. So we're picturing, in my mind's eye, a load of those little Starbursts wrapped all in paper and paper's good, disappears like a flash. So we get out there on the day that it's delivered, it comes in a big truck, they dump it out, it's the size of a Volkswagen, oh. all of these millions of colors. <laughs> oh wow. Oh my And that was our reaction. Wow. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> so my site supervisor is there and he goes, Well Sharon? How long do you think it's going to take for that to break down? <laughs> so oh. let's find out. Yes. So we put it in a windrow. Mm-hmm. And a windrow is a long row that we create with all of that material. We covered up the Volkswagen of Starburst and we waited a week and it was gone. Oh. It had disappeared entirely oh <laughs> into <my>. our windrow. <laughs> oh. And that is just an amazing thing because it's alive in it. Makes your garden live. It yes. provides nutrients. But <laughs> so. I mean, that's just remarkable. Just it was, it was <laughs> so funny all that. To wow. see that thing come off the truck.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah you're like, okay, what am I going to do? <laughs> wow. <That is> how are <laughs> going to chop this up? <gasps> but hey, but, nature yeah. took its course it with did. it. It so. did.
1: So, nature's a par- powerful thing and it's good for you too. Just, just sit out there in the garden and smell the flowers and look at what you've done and watch a praying mantis fly across the garden and the hummingbirds come and visit your hydrangeas. Oh.
0: So what so let's talk about what are your favorite things to watch grow? Do you have Gosh. do you have like a favorite
1: or yeah, you're something talking to that- master garden? <laughs> <laughs> I love it all.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I love hydrangeas. We talked about that yeah. earlier. How I just love them. They make me happy. They're you know, that's what I buy a lot for the house. Um, to put around my house, but um, I have that one big hydrangea bush that is in front of my bathroom window, and it's it makes me happy to look out my window and see the different colors. Of- up it, here. <laughs>
1: uh, this is how I know that Kimberly's is going to be a really good gardener. <laughs> she can grow hydrangeas, and not everyone can. I don't know how. <laughs> so, well, it's, it's really great, and they're a beautiful shrub, and they come back every year, and you, they come in white and pinks and blues. And, and blues are basically, you just get those by adjusting the soil oh. with some granulated sulfur, which you can get at the feed store, okay. and just cast it like you're feeding chickens. Okay. Cast it out there, and it helps the plant to develop that. It needs an acid soil. Because it needs an acid soil, it's a little more challenged to grow them in Texas. So that you're doing that is, is amazing. Don't change anything. Don't change <laughs> <laughs> Put your, Be sure you mulch them. Top dress it with some compost okay. every spring or fall. It doesn't okay. matter. It doesn't care. You can do it any time. And it will it'll reward you with always blooming like that. And so, we need pictures of your-
0: Oh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> but I mean, I did not know about the blue um, yeah. color. Yeah. And who would have known that? I mean, I just assumed the blue just
1: pops up. <laughs> <laughs> right. It grows blue. <laughs> it's engineered, so whenever you buy a blue one, it's not going to stay that way unless the soil is adjusted because they've done that in the hothouse. They've wow. made it. By, by making sure it's an acid soil. Now, you might get an acid soil in blue hydrangeas if you lived in East Texas where the clay is red. Right. But you can adjust it here. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. good, good yeah, That's a good thing. But uh, another plant that's a good companion plant to hydrangeas mm-hmm. and that you'd probably really enjoy, it's a perennial and it's called a hardy hibiscus. They come in the color of the rainbows, mostly pinks, whites, variations, of hybridization to give the petals different shades, but they are not tropical hibiscus. Those will die each year; they won't take the cold. Okay. Okay. But a hardy hibiscus has flowers about the size of a um, a dessert plate. They're about this big. Okay. They'll come in pinks, whites, reds, and variations and combinations of those. And you can get them at the garden center. The easy way to tell them if there's no tag in the pot is that the leaves will not be shiny green. They're just a matte green, kind of a medium green. And it's always a surprise seeing them every year because you get just loads of blossoms. I have a lot of pictures if you want some. Oh, yes. I can send to you.
0: Yes. Oh, well, that's... So is, so is that the same as like the Texas hibiscus? Is it
1: the same? Uh, as, there's a the Texas difference? star yeah. hibiscus. Yes. And it actually is also known as a swamp hibiscus. Okay. It can take some water. Uh, the flowers are smaller on that one. Okay. And there's usually a red or kind of a tomato red, a little yeah. orange in that. And those have flowers that are about, uh, I don't know, four inches across. Okay. But the hardy hibiscus have those giant, giant dramatic. Plants. Gotcha. Blossomy, blossoms that you just stop you.
0: And much hardier, so yes. less likely for some of us to can. Yeah, and the Texas, Texas star <laughs> will come back, too. Yeah, so, but it gets
1: really tall. And so everything, you know, we were talking about right. size. So if you have a an area that you're wanting to fill a corner, it just has no, yeah. you know, it's in the baking sun. It, right. the, you don't want the uh, you don't want vines growing on your yes. bricks. You can put in a Texas star hibiscus, and it'll fill that corner, and you'll have that big flash of red every year. Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay, so here's a question to you, and know, in, um, in my industry, housing, and uh, we love to put you know those flowers in our pots that are on the porch. But some of us have a lot of shade. Um, some of us get too much sun. Yeah. And so we, I always feel like myself, I put the wrong thing there, and it like birds. I mean, I can even right now, I mean, maybe I can do the hydrangeas, but right now a fern, you'd think yeah. I can keep a fern alive and it's like, <laughs> like crispy.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to give you a couple choices here. And I'm only doing a couple choices yes. because I can go on and on about this. So, yeah. Ferns are great for shade and okay. if you want some that come back every year just do a, a native fern. It's okay. a wood fern is what it's called okay. and it'll come back every year but for color and constant bloom, this is not a flower but a caladium. Okay. Caladiums love the shade. They'll take some sun but what's great about them is the face, the whole face which is a large elephant ear shaped face right. is every color and the color stays there. Uh. For flowers will have season right. you know they'll bloom and they'll rest, bloom and rest caladiums will stay that color and give you that consistent continual color all the time you have to plant them every year though because okay. their bulbs are tender but then there are zinnias and you can buy all types of zinnias that are small yes. and they'll bloom all summer long and they look beautiful don't forget moss rose or portulaca if you want to call it it okay. does great my daughter-in-law is a petunia Amazing petunia grower. I've never seen it. She's a master at right, it. and you can plant just if you'll plant just one color of say petunias in your front bed, they'll grow only about eight to ten inches tall, okay. and it's your, it, it makes a dramatic impact to the landscape. It looks absolutely stunning. Your eye will follow it naturally uh-huh. across the undulations of your flower bed, right. and it just looks beautiful. Talk about drive-up appeal. That will do it for this oh. summer, and they will bloom all summer. I love so, that. Yeah, and there there's a variety called super tunias. Huh. They're easier to grow and come in just about any color. But the pink is, just, I love. It's about the color of your chair.
0: Oh, see, yeah, that I love. Perfect. pink, of course. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> my signature. <laughs> um, but, well, those are great tips. I love that you, know, because I think that's the one thing on a um that makes such a powerful statement um i you know i always tell people you know that's the first it's no different than going for a job interview it's the appearance of the first um and so that's what your house is and it makes it inviting and it makes everyone excited to you know uh, you know pull up and excited to go in. Yeah. So.
1: Also makes you really happy whenever your neighbor comes over and goes, what are you doing over here?
0: Yes. I, <laughs> I need to repeat this. Yes, I, know. <laughs> I know. Oh, it, yeah. like I said, I just, I love aid Sometimes if I just, you know, want to, be in a happy mood, you know, cause you know, I have a driveway in the back. I'll just drive in the front and, you know, look at the yards because it will, it makes me happy just it to does. see everyone's, you yes. know, flowers and everything. You know, that's what spring, spring is such a happy time for me because I do see all the color and everything. Winter gets a little, I think that's, you know, a little droopy, but thank goodness for, um, holiday um times and people putting holiday decorations.
1: Yes, out. That's <laughs> right. And this winter we'll just yep. put in some pansies and dianthus and those will look great. Yes. You'll have some color. We will. Flash.
0: Well this has been great. Um I've learned so much. Um so much on the whole What I need to plant, and I hope my viewers have seen that. Um, You've got tips of what we need to do now. And then um, we have her website there. So if you guys want to get some soil, um, some compost, um, you need both of them. Uh, Whether you want to go have it delivered because you need tons of it. (laughs) You're doing a big project. Or you just need a a few bags. You can go to one of the retail shops.
1: Yes, and we have our retail store, too, that's on Custer Road. Custer and Ridgeview in Plano. And uh, we carry all those products bulk and bagged as well. Oh, oh you just have to try if you've just got a pot. Yes. Try our powerful potting mix. It comes in a little bag. Oh, okay. You Can rejuvenate the pot. Oh my gosh, your flowers are going to love that.
0: Oh yes, we yeah. definitely need that. I know a lot of y'all are you know, p- putting pots around. You know, if you backyard, everyone's do it does now. You know, backyard entertaining. <laughs> We do a lot of patio entertaining, whether um, you have a nice patio or you have a pool around. Um, we're just putting those and making those look beautiful. So, yeah,
1: yes. Yes. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much. Well, it was my pleasure. I had a great time. Well,
0: thank you. Well, cheers. <laughs> cheers to planting. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to contact Kimberly with your real estate needs, you can reach her at KimberlyWoodard.Ebbie.com. We hope you enjoyed our guest this week. And remember, don't just love your home.
1: Love your community.